are proud to present a glittering new season celebrating the barbaric ballet that we call Rugby League. You must feel pretty confident with that uh, additional bulk he's put on. Now watch the defence, it'll be fairly uh, violent I would imagine. Now the Gladiators, Hoppawati with the left forearm. It was as nasty as we've seen for a long time. A bit out of character, he's a very clean player. Manly slumped to eighth on the ladder. Slanging match. He's only five metres from the line. And he's hurt on the bird. He runs into a wall. Certainly got some forearm in it for some damage done to him with a boot or a knee. But my heavens, he's really bleeding. He's come out of it very much the worse for wear. Bleeding like a stuck pig out there. And the crowd's starting to go wild. Intercepted. Shows it. Goes outside. Dead steps again. Steps again. He gets it down. It is a try. Yes, it's a try. It's a sad, sad commentary on the mentality of some of the idiots that follow Australian sport. Now, please welcome your muscle-bound maestro, Stephen Ferris and Chris Gale. As they Chris Gale. Stephen Ferris. Flags are half-mast today right across the country. Yes, I drove across the Harbour Bridge and I know exactly what you're referring to. He's gone. He has gone. He's no more. He's left the building. The axe has been dropped on the neck. He's, uh, he's excommunicated. He's uh, yanked the chain, or they've yanked the chain. They've pushed the plunger. They've, uh, they've excommunicated him. What more can you say about this? He's joined the choir. Yes. He's kicked the bucket. He's pushing up daisies. Yes. He's demised. He's passed on. He's bereft, is he? We're talking about King Charles, right? No. Who? He's come to life. He's sprouted forth this week. Now, I'm talking about uh, there's one man that's been, he's left the paddock. I'm talking about Hook. Oh, yeah. Anthony Hook Griffin. is now ex coach of the Dragons. And officially, it's taken up too much oxygen already, and it should have been done two years ago. We both know that. Well, I think he was appointed two years ago, wasn't he? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't we say so? Did you, and I think it might have been back in, might be something like September 2020 or something like yeah. that, but did you see a vision? Where um, there'd be the equivalent of Wayne out there on the field come 2010, the young father and son, halo, hugging, glowing, bit of rain, yeah. and Hook Angels in the middle of flying that. above him. You know, yeah. Hook and Ben Hunt coming together in a victorious embrace. Is that the vision that you saw that's now been cruelly stripped away from all St. George Illawarra fans? I, I don't think I had any uh, uh, rose coloured glasses on, Chris. I saw him for what he was, basically, which is a loser from day one. <laughs> and now he's a three time loser, correct? <laughs> well,. Well, he never secured the ultimate prize at the Brisbane Broncos or the Penrith Panthers, Stephen, but yeah. there are a lot of people who speak for his coaching credentials. Your 300-game player, Ben Hunt, huge fan. Huge fan. All the players said, well, uh, Jack DeBellin was interviewed this morning, not actually in the knowledge, I believe, that Hook had been, dare I say it, as every headline says. Am I correct Hook's- in hearing they called a press conference for some of the players about half an hour after Hook was given the, the elbow? Here's the timing. unknowns to what happened. I'm trying to piece this together from Fox Sports coverage, right. so you can't rely on Fox no. Sports for anything, no. right? No. But my understanding is... Have they lost a member? <laughs> well, are, they, are they ex a member? I don't know. It looked I, a bit, there was a chair with nobody in it. I went onto the KO archive to get a few quotes from last week, NRL 360, and yeah. nothing. Nothing. Yeah. All quiet. Just, just Once again, more doomsday music, right? Tumbleweeds. But from what I can piece together, Anthony Griffin was called in by the St. George Cognoscenti at 8 a.m. The players were then doing their usual press call at 8.30 a.m. Yes. Not in the knowledge of the conversation that had occurred at 8 a.m. Probably pretty familiar with the topic, though. And when they looked up, driving past in his little... <laughs> in his hearse. ...compact automobile was Hook, <laughs> leaving the premises. Right, right. And they put two and two together yeah. and said, no, I back him. He's yeah. an old school coach, but yeah. he's here for the long haul. Don't look back, they said. Uh, the thing is, though, you've got to worry because every single player of, your, of an organisation wants... Stability. They want the coach to be looked after. They want they want to win. They don't want to bag the coach during the tenure. Now, obviously, what's going to come out? What's Zach Lomax going to say? What's what's uh, Sullivan going to say? What's Hunt going to say? Yeah, it's going to be an interesting week, isn't it? I tell you what Zach Lomax is going to say. He was asked after his uh, involvement in the reserve grade victory on the weekend and a big comeback against the Newcastle Knights. Are you aware of what you've got to work on in your game to get back into first grade? And he said, no, I'm not. Um, and now he'll never know. I mean, that's... <laughs> the wise man is gone. There's something, there's something sort of poetic and beautiful and very sad about that, I think. But Chris, 
as we've been told by Jack Bird, we know nothing about footy. This was interesting because that was indeed the audio quote I was trying to source from <laughs> yes. NRL 360 Wednesday last week. Ain't there anymore. Uh, Jack and defending coach uh, Griffin and um, being concerned, like you don't know what he's going through off the field, which is a fact. Um, he said, fans don't know much about footy. And there's been general a general reaction to this, Stephen. Was there a retraction, by the way? Uh, yeah, he did retract a, a little bit down the track. But I want to actually stand with Jack Bird yes, because yes. I 100% agree with the man. When I watch the commentator, when, when, what's his name? Cooper Cronk yeah. with his bent beak and whatever, and he starts talking about A and B defenders and playing to shape. I don't know what he's talking about. No, no. Matty John goes, I don't like this team because they go from block to block to block. What the hell is that? Well, I could say the same about the redhead referee I think we had the other night. I'm going, what, what's going on here? Todd Smith, is it? I don't know. Yeah. Nameless creature. <laughs> so, so in my view, yeah. I think I know very little about rugby yeah, league. Yeah, obviously you don't. And Jack Smith, Jack Smith, Jack Bird <laughs> should not be have his feathers plucked yeah. for having the courage to speak the truth. What I did like was he said, look, I in, in, because this all came off the back of Danny Wildler suggesting that he might have been ringing clubs, so give me a job. Yeah. And he's contacted Wildler and said it's not true. And he goes, Wildler chose to still run the story. And he goes, I am here at St. George Illawarra for the moment. Fired up, ready to go, fired up, ready to go. Right. We're going to be talking about some of the great uh, wise men of rugby league reporting today, aren't we? We've got Buzz online. Yes. And we've got Widler. We've got a few others to quote today. So stay stay put, folks. Don't go anywhere. Uh, tonight, of course, there was a town hall meeting for St. George Illawarra to announce, I guess, said news, but they couldn't hold their tongues and it escaped. Unless, of course, they're going to do it, use it as a modification process to say, okay, the coach is gone. Uh, Ryan Carr... Sister Any, coach? Anything, anything, anybody? No, anybody, anybody, no anybody. it sounds like a footy name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was going to be a town hall... Tonight. ...in advance of the protest. Wollongong University and online for Zoom. So we'll be watching online. Is it still going ahead? I believe so. So what they'll say is, put your pitchforks down. That's right. Stop your flames, your fires, no burning buildings, none of that sort of stuff. Because we've got rid of him, there's an interim, and we'll get a new one. And he'll be really, really, really good. Well, and then that'll be it. Do the power brokers and George Elroy, can they be accused of not thinking this through? I mean, you've got to keep your fans happy, right? <laughs> And the amount of effort that's been put into making those effigies of Hook that they were going to I know. burn tonight. Paper mache. And, and, and all the wind's gone out of the sails of the protest meeting. I mean, So they'll all be dragging their tails tonight. Oh, I, I mean, geez, I mean you know. if, you know, there's no one at the moment, I think, that you can get the rhyming value like you could, like a Vaustoust, right? Yes, I mean, what no, is it? No, no. What, do you, what do you do to a Webb or what do you do to a Lancaster? And I mean, the Hook was just... Perfect. It was hook hook. Yeah, that's right. Hook, it was hook. just so neat so and easy. simple. Yeah, and yeah, take, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, this town stage hall, left hook hook. This town hall will be as good as the CNN <laughs> town hall with uh, Donald Trump last week because that went really well. <laughs> Who might it be? There's been talk about Flano. Flano's a tough bugger. Apparently, well, you know, he's won a premiership with some other team. Well, according to the Murdoch Press, he's the consensus pick amongst the fans. Is that and right? let's face it, Flanagan's uh, role as a coach in history has just been impeccable. There's, a, it's a, there's no, no blots on his copybook as far as I Desi, can see. Desi, old man. You'd like Desi, wouldn't you? I think that he would uh, be good for an interim period just to clean out the mess and start again. But What do you do after that? I don't know. But what about the smell of desperation about Michael Checker being the number two well, Canada. he did great work for Lebanon, but his credentials aren't really rugby league. Well, okay, you're right. Madge, no one really mentions Madge, but he's well, free. Well, on the poll, there was others 1%, and I'm assuming Madge was contained in that 1%. Do you remember we went to breakfast? Yeah, we did. With he Madge. scared me at breakfast. Do you remember it made him cry? Tell me again. So we were there touring the Tigers' uh, demountable facilities and we were underneath yes, we uh, were the old stadium at Concord before the Zurich Centre. Had the smell of failure all over, didn't it? <laughs> was being erected, enjoying a reheated bacon and egg roll. Yeah. And I said to Madge, I said, Madge, look, you know, I know you're all West Tigers now because he was in the gear, so that sort of tipped me off. <laughs> yes, right. What about that old gentleman we saw in Crown Street today just staggering along? Was it, he alive? I thought it was Gary Jack, but I could be wrong. Right, okay. Anyway, but Madge was there in the Tigers' gear and I said, look, Michael, I was there in 2014 and, look, you know, I still can't get over the 1910 grand final. I hate Souths. But I was around South supporters after 43 years or whatever it is of futility, finally winning the premiership. And it was pretty great. Do you get any time to reflect on what you did for the South Sydney rugby league community? He teared up, Stephen. Did he? Yeah. He See, said, you got me there. They're all human. I'm sure the hook's crying right now. This is the secret to the coach whisper, Stephen. Right. Some, ah, what's, what's happened to him well, with, with, the, with the Rorders? He pitched Anthony Griffin. He said, I'll turn your life around. And Hook said, oh, no, no, mate. You uh, don't talk I'm, about him when he's failed, do I'm you? I'm fine. Yeah. I'm what's fine. that man's name again? Bradley Charles Stubbs. Right, okay. Now, then, of course, there is uh, Dean Young. Now, we've often believed that Dean Young could have been the better choice back in the day before Hook. Could have been. Could have been. Wasn't chosen. Wasn't chosen. He He's... now works for Ming the Merciless up at uh, North Townsville. Uh, Some of that North might Queensland. have rubbed off on him. 
He yeah. could be a tough operator when he's back I, here. A little bit of evil genius. Ben Hornby. Yes, and he's doing good work over at South. Jason Demetrio was spruiking him on 100% okay. footy last night. Okay, uh, Josh Hannay. Mm, uh, you know, I'm yeah. always grateful to Josh Hannay okay. for rushing that conversion and kept the mate so behind your against then, the Chris? Tigers, against the Cowboys in 15. Well, I think it's Jaime the Robot, isn't it? Jaime the Robot. Jason Riles, is it? Gee whiz, we didn't have much affection for him when he was playing for us, except that one time he started a fight, I think, in the scrum with Melbourne Storm just to unsettle him. I think that's the only time I've actually rooted for him. The biggest support uh, voice I've heard for Jason Riles, and I know his agent was down in Wollongong yesterday, and his family, of course, is resident in Wollongong. Uh-huh. The biggest support I've heard for Riles as the St. George Illawarra coach was from Roosters fans this week because he's responsible for the Roosters' defence right now and they leaked a few points. Surely, his, ba- surely so, his fee is dropping so, rapidly day so no, by day. I think his shares are going down faster than Jenny Craig right now. But they're just trying to shepherd yeah. Riles into right, the St. George right, Illawarra right, right. job. And the modern... The modern parlance a la Soraldo, Stephen, yeah. is you're going to give me this job, you're going to give me five years. Five years. So that's the sticking point. And total operating control. Now, is this a Nick Politis uh, scheme, scam? Is he sending us a dud? Well, you know, uh, it, it wouldn't be the first time. Well, we'll talk about Robert later. I'm suggesting Ted Lasso. Very well, thinking laterally. What I mean, do you reckon? Yeah, Michael Chakra's not laterally enough. Get in and act it, Jason now, Sudeikis. Let's talk about something disgraceful that happened the other day. Apparently, and this is from Buzz, I'm talking about the big minds in rugby league, the smartest thinker. He said that Ben Hunt's 300th, which happened at Pine Resort on the Gold Coast, was attended by no board members of the Dragons, no Andrew Lancaster, no CEO either. Well, look, I think we need to be fair and balanced in this, Stephen. First of all, uh, Ryan Webb and um, one of the board members was act- the actual game, which was up at uh, Townsville at Queensland Country. Well, so was Ben Hunt, wasn't he? But <laughs> it needs, yes. But it needs to be pointed out that uh, Anthony Hook Griffin was a guest at well, the 300 celebration So they're dinner. trying to separate themselves, sending a signal, were they? It, 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 well, it would have been really, really Uncomfortable, awkward. Uncomfortable, right. Awkward. Uh, though, Kevin Walters turned up. Well, and good. some of the Broncos. Yeah. What does that say? Where are we at? We've, we've finally forgiven you for 2015, right. Ben. Now, if you were at that function at Pine Resort, Gold Coast, very pretty, and the DJ's in the room, um, I'm suggesting he's playing Yesterday's Hero by John Paul Young, <laughs> maybe. What do, you, what do you think? Well, I thought uh, uh, Coach Griffin went up and requested Elton John's Don't Let the Sun Come Down on Me, Go Down on Me. Dancing on his own under the mirror ball. <laughs> Fantastic cycle. By Robin. Yeah. The Monkeys had a famous song called Going Down, Mickey Donald's, yeah. maybe. You know? Yeah. I'm looking for some hope. Here, Devo Chris. had a song called Going Under. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where the wild roses grow. I don't know. It'd be a fun night to be a DJ at that and, event, wouldn't it? And I think, I think at the end of the night, everybody was dancing to flashing the pans down amongst the dead men. Oh, you're terrible, Chris. Fire up back in just a moment. Talk about other great uh, issues in rugby league this week, round 12. It is Indigenous round. We'll report on that in just a moment. Talking about chicken. Chicken's a popular word, but anywhere you go, you're bound to find a chicken ain't nothing but a bird. Some people call it a fowl, that's the story I heard. But let them call it this and let them call it that, a chicken ain't nothing but a bird. You can boil it, roast it, Is that David Lee Roth <laughs> or Cap Calloway? I think it's Cab Calloway. Right, okay. but I, he swings, doesn't he? He swings like a gate. Or, or is it Sammy Hagar? Yes. Because it was Hagar replaced Calloway who replaced Roth and Van Halen. Is a that right? chicken ain't nothing but a bird. Yeah. Ready to be eaten. Yeah. What's, a, what's, a, what's a rooster then? <laughs> I'm not, Stephen, you, we know you don't... We don't want to get into gender no, politics no, on this no, show. No. We've got ourselves in it's trouble coming, on the It's coming. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, Look, uh, great mind. Buzz. I can just imagine Anthony Albanese going, it's an adult male chicken. <laughs> That's what a rooster is. <laughs> and what are the female roosters, eastern suburbs team called? Are they roosters too? They are the Sydney roosters. How's that work, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> well, at the moment, it's not working, Stephen. That's that's the big issue. And I mean, uh, it's, it, it pain- you can be a female dragon. Yeah. 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 But it pains and me. female tiger. Because we're, we're, we're so... Tigress. Tigress. Magpies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. But it pains me that because we don't really like to have a go at the Sydney Roosters because we're full no, of we admiration don't. for them. We, we, yeah, we yeah. seldom attack them on this Benchmark. show. Benchmark. Yeah, but when they're not performing. But look, we're going to pick up on journalists here. Sure. Buzz, what's his last name? 
Rothfield. Rothfield, right. That's a fine name, though, isn't it? Mm. Okay. He came out and said the Roosters are pampered, and Gordy Tallis has jumped on board too in his criticism of some of the soft signings or wrong signings that the Roosters have done. Now, this also pays into the discussion about uh, Jason Ryle's value. Did he have anything to do with them getting going soft? I thought he was a hard man. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's po- a question to be asked. Yeah, it's interesting that the Roosters would be perhaps prepared to forego the six-figure payout for Ryle's early termination to get the defensive skills out of the club at Bondi. Right. Uh, Buzz says that if you go into the new stadium and the new, I think it's called the Politis Room, is that right? It's the, it is to give it its full name. Yes. yes. Lord Nick Politis. Lord Nick, yeah. Centre of Excellence. Right. Does he wear a top hat? Tails? Well, well there is actually. Cigar? In, in the reception, there is a bust. Yes. Of a bust. Nick Politis. Is there? And uh, in order to get into do, Robbo's office... Do you office, genuflect or do you no, nod? Well, it's there to just... You can put garlands on it and things can like you? that. Yeah. But, but if you're Robbo, what you do is you go and you actually, like the bust of William Shakespeare in Batman, you just pull the head back, hit the button, poof, and then it's, it's the Robbo cave and you go down the bat pole. Straight down the pole. That's right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see It's that. a functional use of Nick's head. Yes, yes. Do you know any people that have been to that room? I do know one. You know one? Yeah, yeah. And he talks highly of it? Well, I can't reveal any details. Of course you can't. Because he's uh, signed signed an NDA, right? (laughs) right. So he says, walking in there, and this is Buzz. Buzz must have been given a guide or two at least of the foyer. He said it's like the Qantas Lounge or a five-star hotel room. That's right. Uh, Not room, foyer, you know. Uh, That's just the start of it. Apparently, this whole centre has a leisure room with cinema complex, but it can be divided down to single-player use as well. Well, this is the thing. Most of the Centre of Excellences, because let's face it, who hasn't got one yeah. these days? Uh, <laughs> gee whiz. Aren't you doing something with the University Tash of Warrigal? Mahal, has that got one? No. <laughs> has it got a swimming pool? No. Okay. I mean, they won't be good footy players, but they'll be well-educated down in Wollongong, right? The, the Roosters players have the ability to select the movie and then they each have individual theatre cubicles and then right. say half of them go Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, yes. And the other half or go, Gladiator. Or whatever. Yeah. Then it will just automatically configure depending on oh. the number of players I want to watch it. So it's personalised right. Right, plus okay. communal theatre. I imagine it's pretty comfy. Mm, very, very now, comfy. Now I hear here it says here they've got um, gold membership into all Maryvale VIP rooms. Across the Greater New South Wales region. Right, right. It's, a, it's, a, it's a Mary Wales f- free pass. The new lounge at the at the beach end of the icebergs is just for Roosters players Roosters and company people. Yeah, I, but, I got that, but yeah. Also, those 24-hour, you know those gyms like Fitness First, those 24-hour oh, gyms yes, where you can yes. get access at any yes, time? Yes, They have New South Wales wide access to Not any, that they need them, though. No, but I mean, when they're on the road, on, okay. you know, or maybe holiday, yeah, yeah. and they're able to access the gym. Now, one of the conditions is if they scan their pass to enter the mm. 24-hour gym, yeah. all other the patrons must automatically leave. Oh, not like no, that's even greater when Prince walks in the room. You got to not look at him. That's turn right. your back. <laughs> wow. Well, that was what you were there when he played at the basement in two thousand three. Well, right? I didn't obey the rule because I didn't hear about it. But apparently, when he walked in the front door, everyone had to turn around and face the wall. I was near the great man, and his ability to not look at anyone <laughs> yes. in a packed room with about three hundred people and about five square meters was unbelievable. Well, he's, they're learning from the best, so they actually have to. Um, and of course, genuflect on the way out. But yeah. so the rooster or roosters, if yeah. there's more than one of them, get yes. full access to the gym. Okay. Mm. Um, hairdressing, of course, is available. Well, this is interesting, isn't it? Because when the Tigers, who's close to my heart, there was a lot of hoo-ha about they had a hair, you know, a, a barber shop, yeah. right? But no for Marjorie. No, one chair. One chair. Right? One chair for yeah, Alex Twal to have work. a crack, right? So the roosters have a full hairdressing with those old school, you know, those yes. domes like yes. you used to see in the 60s. Yes. Nail salon. Right. Nail, right. nail and toenail. Yep. yep. Right. Okay. And, and like... Um, they corns, they take corns off. <laughs> the podiatry right. is to die. The roosters, <laughs> yes. they have excellent... Mm. Tone in their feet, yes. maybe not great as my work at the say, moment. Like butcher's feet, like pink and soft. I would have thought that in rugby league, and I'm no expert, fact, it's yeah. the calluses that give you the traction to do the side yes, step. That's true. If everything's really smooth off, you're no good. Yeah, absolutely not. Well, maybe Buzz is right. <laughs> maybe they are too pampered. You know, they're soft. Uh, they've got on-site tailor. Like yes. You need your jacket taken in. That's right. Okay. Uh, who's their designer? Do you know? It's not. Oh. Peter Morrissey anymore, is it? Oh, gee, I, I don't no. know. Is Ruben F. Gucci? Scarf still a thing? <laughs> yes, I don't think so. <laughs> Roy's of Cremorne, I think it is. <laughs> uh, okay, so they've got the theatre. They've got the games room. Yes. Yeah, much like the old Cuba where you could you know, ski, you could take photos in the little photo booth. A pool, etc. You know, Buzz goes on to say they've got exclusive access to Allianz Stadium, which kind of makes sense given that they play there. But and, and do the Waratahs. And the Sydney Football Club have to turn their backs? Yeah, absolutely. And not look them in the well, eye? Well, it's the same thing as the gyms. <laughs> yeah. Like if the Roosters said, hey, we're training, the Waratahs and Sydney FC, they're gone. But one of the things, it's not all 
beer and Skittles, Stephen, no. because I, I don't know if you've caught any of the conversation from Rugby Australia Chair Hamish McLennan. But he's, can he can he stop? Well, he can't. He can't. And he says that the Roosters' treatment of Joseph Akuso Swahili has been horrible. Jeez, you said that well, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> and the reason it's been horrible is that the senior players in the Roosters, like your Warrior Hargraves, your Kiris, your Tedesco's, have a personal valet. Yes. Right. But the balance of the squad have to share. Yes. And Joseph has to share a valet with two other players. I think oh, the Butcher Brothers, man. Nat and Egan. That's why he's going. Yeah. 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 But they do have a concierge. At the reception, yep, and you just put in the list, yep. of what you need. And they go, thank you, Mr. Rui Hargraves. It'll be that's that includes to- where you want to go and eat. Yeah, I'll take you there. Lush- take away dinner. L- yep, yep. Um, the laundry. Yeah, you know, get the garden yep. done. Tell me this, um, Gordon Tallis, of course, friend of Caroline Kennedy. Uh, he also noticed the same thing that they were soft. He said, but not only soft, but but they're, they're picking the wrong type of players, not the Roosterway players. So Matt Lodge, he targeted Matt Lodge. Of course, we all know famously had a bit of a ruckus in. New York City. Yeah. Didn't he kidnap a family, didn't he? <laughs> didn't he drag a, drag a woman into a cupboard? Wasn't he charged with assault and many other things in it New was, York City? <laughs> it, 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 was a, it was a bad night out. It's not allegedly, is it? No, no. It's actually not allegedly. <laughs> and you they, don't have to say allegedly for once. put him in handcuffs and put him on a plane and said, <laughs> only because we know Caroline Kennedy would we do this to you, you know? Didn't, didn't they send him to Rikers Island, right? <laughs> for a little while. And then I believe when Matt Lodge first walked into the Politis Centre of Excellence, he goes, this right. is better than Rikers Island. So Gordy says uh, they never used to recruit people like that. Look what happened to the Warriors. He's sticking his fingers up at the crowd. You've got to be Mother Teresa to turn him around or Caroline Kennedy. What I love about Gordy, because you've got two axes here. You've got the rooster way, whatever the hell that is, Mount Kilimanjaro and all that sort of rubbish. All right, and you've got vision, Chris. Vision. Pampered is one thing, and then the character. And when Gordy says the Roosters never used to recruit people like that, yeah. he's of course saying people like me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Remember him giving it to the two fingers of the crowd with the your right mum's yeah. got a rig and all right that. Yeah. He says it's not kindergarten. Now, no, I don't know what that really means. It says you buy men in your organisation like a Jared Warrior Hargroves who sets the standards. Also, the cheese can't tackle. You were- Nine missed tackles. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll hurt you. And what, what was the score the other night against Penrith, Chris? Let me get uh, Roosters four. Yeah, four. Penrith. This is the truth, right? Forty-eight. We're not making it up. No, no, it's no, all no. fact. Jesus. And I mean, it, as we know, and uh, hello again to departed coach Anthony Griffin. Yeah. It all sheets back to the coach, Stephen. And. Trent Robinson, who's been put forward as the moral compass. He's, and he said it, it's on me. Yes. He's been put forward as the moral compass of rugby league simply because he's quite measured in press conferences and can speak French. Yes. Right, right. It's finally unraveling. You can only go to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro a certain number of times, yeah, yeah. right? Maybe it's time to go to Kokoda. <laughs> Maybe they've got to harden up. What do you reckon? I'd send them to Antarctica <laughs> for three months in the off-season. Okay. That'll harden them up. Uh, with this, all due respect to our Roosters friends. Yes, who you know, we love and adore. We love and adore, yeah, of course. Uh, well, now, I'm a member. Yeah, you're a member. Now, you're, you didn't go to the game. You're a man. You're, so you got me there. You are too. That can, as we all know, it's part of my community service order. I have to yeah. be a member of the when Sydney Roosters. Finish, Chris? Well, well, my offences were not, a bad, not as bad as Matt Lodge's. No. But they were still pretty serious. <laughs> so I've got another couple of years to okay. run. Now, apparently they've lost over the last two games 68 against them to 10 points Ooh, scoring. So yeah. it's, uh, they're, in a, they're in a bad patch. Um, and yet we still want their assistant coach. I'll say it again. <laughs> and Maybe. Yet, and yet, yeah. uh, it's probably, you're probably right. So the, at the top. If, if the St. George Laura is listening to this, I think Jaime's stakes continue to plummet. Now, you know me. I, I support Penrith because I love their style of footy. That's why I don't support Melbourne because I don't like their style of footy. We'll get to them later. Yeah, you like the glitzy, glamour... Kardashian-like, no, social media you, savvy. You're old enough to remember the global uh, new money trotters. Come on, <laughs> yeah, so entertainment. It's one of the great speed turn. It's one of the great moments in the Flash. Simpsons episode where Krusty's in financial difficulty, and he said he put, he put money on the Washington Senators because he thought they were due. Because um, <laughs> the Senators never won, the Globe Trotters always won. Stephen, I don't understand that being okay. involved in professional now, wrestling. We all saw that. Okay, so the the <laughs> Penrith Panthers are running right, right. Running right at Penrith. Well, they found their mojo again because yes. they've been struggling a little bit. I mean, they, you know, I think they really found their soul, their destiny, their reason for uh, being up at Bathurst when they were beaten by West Tigers. Right, um, Jerome Luai. Shh. Shh. He, he did that, did he? That's for all the naysayers right, who wanted to put Nico Hines in there. Right. Uh, he's a moral, surely, for state of origin. He's a lock. He's a lock. He's a shoe in. He's, he's in. Right. He's a cert. The parent they nicknamed him. He's the chief energy officer. <laughs> That's his name. Chief Energy Officer. It doesn't quite have a ring about it, does it? I'll go with it. Um, and then the halftime entertainment, I, I must have gone off to get a bit of a bite. What did you see, Chris? It's 20 years since 
against all uh, expectations, yes. the Penrith Panthers defeated the not, Sydney Roosters. Oh, not the Roosters again. We're not yeah. trying to down. <laughs> Look, the I'm sorry about this. It's just fact. <laughs> yeah. And Stephen, I was there. How to celebrate 20 years is what they were thinking, right? Yeah, it was a wet, a wet evening, In and Penrith. Luke Prittis is not really remembered as an article was written this week before his man of the match performance because there was a moment yes. where Todd Skinny Byrne went flying down the left hand side of the field. Todd Skinny Byrne and the great Scott Sattler, son of the dearly departed John Sattler, came yes. across Ron Coote style as yes. John had taught him to tackle. Cut those legs off. Cut down Skinny Byrne, yeah. you know, lock forward on a winger. And, and where did he take him? Uh, into, the, into touch. Right. And the, the title was Penrith. Right. And how did they celebrate that, Chris? Well, it was the 20th anniversary, so they yeah. got all the old boys together. Yeah. They got them onto the field. Um, Skinny Byrne, of course, in the article that I read said, uh, I've never got over it. No. Uh, people bring it up every day. What I about wish- his mental health, Chris? Yeah, I said, I wish they'd stop haunting me. Yeah. He... <laughs> He really, really does carry the scars, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. So Penrith, in their Kardashian nouveau riche type style, you think they're arrogant, right? They got a bunch of guys in chicken suits. Chicken suits, <laughs> <laughs> and they and they had the, a number of the Penrith cults. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a promotional thing for the Roosters. Was Tackled it? them for halftime entertainment. <laughs> it made a change for people catching a football. I can now, tell you that much. Come on, Chris, that is really funny. <laughs> it's that really, really funny. So was that, Stephen? I mean, I went last year to Bluebet and I timed it out by a year. That's brilliant. <laughs> Who came up with that should be awarded something for the end of the year celebration. Well, that'd be Brian. Fletcher for sure up Surely at Penrith. Right. He knows what he's doing. And finally, just to show how tough they are. Yes. Right. Um, you know, we all we all love talk about protecting our testicles, Chris. It, it has been a man's domain for a long time. Not any longer, of course. We're sharing the pain and the joy. Uh, uh, there was a chap called Spencer Linu. Yes. Right. At training, ruptured his testicle, but didn't even know it. I'm wearing a protective cup right now, Steve. Is that what they're working on? Yeah, that's right. So right. you've got to be ready at all times. But he collided with his giant teammate, Eddie Blacker, right. during an opposed session on Wednesday night right. and ruptured a testicle. Right. Um, however, he was unaware of this until half an hour later in the showers. Now, I, I think it's probably only a small percentage of men around the world that have ever experienced that. I think it'd be very, very modest. So percentage. I can't say I know the, how much pain that would be, but no. it'd be on the high end of the Richter scale, wouldn't it? Yeah, I believe it's up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And what happened next? Well, he had a look down and he goes... When, 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 when? Half an hour later in the showers. Oh, in the showers. Yeah. Okay. And um, Kevin Kingston, who's, who's the CWO, yeah. club's welfare officer, right, right. rushed him to Nepean Hospital where he underwent surgery. So it was a fair income thing. Look, there's a, th- a conspiracy theory rolling around that actually he's moving to the Chooks. Is that right? <laughs> there they are again. Yes, yeah. he's been purchased by the a- Sydney Roosters. And to maintain some sort of control over this individual so he doesn't renege on his contract, apparently the testicle has gone to Nick Politis. You know, people say, people say I often give my right ball to play for the, <laughs> for the, for for Nick, the Roosters. For, yeah. And Nick's got a, he sits on a velvet pile with a, with a glass. Last dome, but occasionally it's still alive, of course. That's right. And he can tweak it if, if this guy gets out of line. It's right? telekinetic. Yeah. yeah. You and want to feel some pain? You know. And there is the success of yeah. Nick Politis in the Sydney Roosters so, writ large. Over the I last want him. Years. I want him to coach the Dragons. Can we get Nick Politis? You'll actually find it in that where the book of feuds is and all that sort of stuff. You'll also find Lena's testicle. Wonderful. And, and what courage! And he now wears a Hector Stephen, which is the um, Tom Dean pioneered this. You can go in and any sports store and get a customized Hector. Too late if Nick's got it. <laughs> <laughs> Hector the Protector, is it? Something like that. Okay. Fire up. Back in well, no, Stephen, before oh, no, we go... What have we got? We've got a song. Oh, we've got a song. Um, one of the modern realities that Dennis Carnahan oh, has yes, been facing yes, yes, yes. in his work for Radio 702 is he, he, again, works with a number of journos, including Michael Carianas. Oh. And Michael's had particular trouble announcing a former Penrith Panther, but now current warrior, right. c- pronouncing his name correctly. <laughs> Dallin Wharton Hayes, the Lesney up. Saying Dallin is so easy. What an is a Lesniak is too. Michael, can you tell me why it's so tricky for you? Dallin Wharton Hayes, the Lesney well, I'm struggling with him today. It's DWZ. He's been playing since 2014. You should know how to say it by now. Cause there's bulldogs 
lot of talk about the hair, mate. Is it perm or, or no perm? It's been a lot of debate during play. You know, all you have to do is see my kids and you know that it's not a perm. Well done, brother. Thanks, sweet brother. Callan, what name is it? Les, it, Les, it, Les, it, Les it. Naming Dallin is so easy. Les, it, Les, it, Les, it, Les. Winger Dallin, what there's Lesniak. Fire up Rugby League and God. Fire up back here, Stephen Ferris and Chris Gale still. And look, we are we are just so magnetic that they just walk off the street, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Shane Lee, he uh, he went to lunch, lunch with Lee. Yes. Just like, hang on a second, I want to keep talking. Good afternoon to you. <laughs> Hello, boys. Good to see you. Stephen, I've seen you for years, mate, since I think you've probably done one of the most prestigious um, gigs of your life where you emceed my wedding. That's right. Yeah. That long has it been? <laughs> <laughs> 18 years. Yes. And, I, and, I, and still going strong? Still going strong, yeah. Because... And, because I've emceed a lot of weddings, you've yeah. DJed a lot yeah. of weddings, yeah. and I am definitely on the national average at about 50% strike rate. And <laughs> me? No, I am. Like, and in fact, uh, my partner, Mary Jane, I emceed her wedding. Yeah. yeah. It didn't work out really, did it? Yeah, I'd rather not go down that path, Chris. Uh, the track record's... Uh, it's on video. It's not me. It's not my fault. A lot it's of folks said that. It's on video. <laughs> We've been going out for almost 30 years, We've been yeah. for, and she still won't let me watch the performance, and I was terrific that night as the emceed her wedding, but you know, some great material. Right, wedding, okay. Uh, Shane, how you doing? I'm doing well, mate. It's um, it's a sad day. Griffin's gone. We need, we need a coach. We, well, I'm, think... a, I'm a Wollongong boy. I went for the Illawarra Steelers initially. Uh-huh. So um, okay. yeah, it's a sad, sad day, mate. Right, okay. And mm. uh, where do you think they should be looking? In their own backyard or somewhere far away? Well, I've got, I got two opinions on this. I think I think Jason Rolls is probably the right guy. Oh. Um, Brad Thorne's the other guy. Brad Thorne, come yes. on now. Yes. Stuart McGill said the same thing. Yeah, well, there you go. Put it out there. Put it out there. Put it out there. Yeah. He's got one of the best coaching records going around. Ever. Up What's there. he doing now? Isn't he retiring from something? Well, he's taken a sabbatical for sabbatical. one year from the Queensland Reds and yeah. after you've coached rugby players for a year, that's what yeah. you do. You he looks like one, out of there. one of the Easter Island statues, doesn't he? He does. He's a big, hard-looking bloke, so yeah. we need that. I got in trouble with Stuart McGill suggesting that Carmichael Hunt's football CV might be a little bit deeper than Brad Thorne's and mm. he didn't really accept that. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you really do. Accept that. Now, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, that's that's the greatest banner I've ever seen at, at, a, at a sporting match. It was when Carmichael Hunt went and played AFL, and the banner said, only soft hunts play AFL. <laughs> <laughs> now, Shane, like Stuart McGill, you're, you're a, uh, an expert famed cricketer. Uh, do you ever keep your hand in? You, you're batting, you, you play for anybody now just for fun? No, well, no. although I say that, I, I've been reti- I retired at 29, turned 50 this year. All right. It's a big number. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, thank you very much, yes. <laughs> Not the first time I've raised the bat. But, um, look, I'm excited about that. But, no, I'm coming back to play a World Masters Championship at the end of the year. In My brother, Brett, called me and said, Shane, what are you doing in mid-August? I said, well, I'm turning 50. He said, well, do you want to come to New York and play in a Masters competition? Man, I man, said, who Brett, is that? I'm not in great nick. He said, you have to play one game and yeah. you'll manage the team. You'll manage the Australian team. Wow. And I said, I will manage the fuck out of that team. <laughs> Can you throw me any names? Uh, well, I know Breston team, Brad Hodge. I think yeah. Mike Hussey's playing. So that's yeah. some really, really good players. Okay. I think Satchel Tandog will be playing for the Indian side. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, Pakistan. <laughs> it's going to be tough bowling to him again. Uh, is, is there any chance that this could be folded in at Allegiant Stadium in Vegas as part of the oh, Jackman Crow Volkanovsky yeah. Zoo NRL yeah. doubleheader? Yeah. Well, what a great idea. I might put it to Brett to say if we do win, yeah. the after party's in Vegas. Yeah, why not? What a great Yes, call. yes. Yep. New York City's not bad, though. <laughs> if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere, apparently. <laughs> That's right, mate. That's it. Never sleeps, too. No, it never sleeps. <laughs> and we're on your platform, Afternoon Sport Group. What is your involvement in Afternoon Sport Group? Well, so Afternoon Sport, I do a daily sports podcast. Um, I do it with a different comedian every day, um, Afternoon Sport. So it's, uh, it's, it's a sports wrap, about 20 minutes. You, you get all your sports information every day. My, my favourite one as a podcast, I've now I've been doing for three years called Lunch with Lee. Mm-hmm. I thought, I'm very good at going to lunch and how can I commercialise that? <laughs> wine. Yeah, yes. wine. And, okay. um, and I've been able to do that. So I, my three passions in life have been sport, music and business. Oh. Um, so I try and have like, like a sportsman with a musician or yeah. a musician with a business person. Yes. Um, we break bread and, and discuss what's going on in life. And um, I've actually got Stu McGill coming on the podcast this week. 
right. with comedian Chad Wicker. He's coming so back, isn't he's he? He's stepping up. Yeah. He's coming back. I'm going to call the kidnap special. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> too early? Yeah, no, not too early. No, no, no. I think he quite liked that. And uh, you know, how do you breathe through rubber masks? And you know, um, that's right. And what, what manacle keys you you know tricks you've got? You know. No, but in all seriousness, Stewie's one. Stewie's a good mate of mine, and yeah. um, he was a fantastic cricketer. Yeah. I remember when I was first asked to be a New South Wales captain. I was the 100th captain of the state. Steve oh. Rickson said, "Who's your key player?" And I said, Stuart McGill. Mm. Um, and I was dead right. And he won us at least yeah. two or three competitions on his own. He's a generous soul too. He is. You know? He's a good man. Loves his wine. Yes. And loves sharing. He does. He's a sharer. Yes. Yeah, he's a sharer. Yeah. yeah. I've with him a few times. And you're a Dragon supporter, <laughs> from, as you said, from the South Coast end. But yeah. were, were, before Illawarra, you were a supporter or not? Uh, no, when Illawarra came in, yeah. I, I was You young. were two, right? Yeah, well, not quite. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I remember going, and I can't remember, was it Graham Hughes, a commentator then? And you go to... Uh, you go, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wind Stadium. As I look round the ground, there's a lady. She's eating a pie. Schifanelli, Piccinelli, Riolo, Wishart, dry. <laughs> we'll be back at Wind Stadium in just a moment. Don't go away. Fantastic. Oh, it was unreal, yeah. mate. You go and sit in the hill there down it's at Wind Stadium. It's a spot, isn't it? Have it was got, great. You got any explanation for the windsock? No, I haven't. No. I can never work that one out. It's like the pyramids, really, it isn't is. it? It's, it's one of the great mysteries. It's, 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 the wrong like, way. it's like when there's a pigeon hovering too close. They've got to, they've got to show something, don't they? Like if the windsock is up, does yeah. that generate some sort of response from the security or what? I don't know what it is. I don't know. But no, they I mean, seem to have drone shots now for tourism purposes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Like look at the escarpment, look at the hills, look at the trees. The... Yeah, well, m- mum and dad still live down the south coast, so we go there quite a lot. So it's, it's a beautiful place. It was a good place playing. But as I said, um, so following the merger with the Dragons, I become a a full-blooded dragon supporter of the Big Red V. So, yeah, today's a tough time. Yes, yes. We need to get back on top. Come Who on. Who was I hearing from recently? Uh, and it may have been Anthony Wiggle, which we might talk about. Mm-hmm. Anthony Wiggle, Anthony Fields, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> the first thing he'd do if he owned the team would be to take off the sponsorship. He reckons a lot of codes around the world don't have sponsorship as large as ours are on our jumpers. Obviously, it's regulated. That's what you get. You get the real estate. It's, you know, 13 mm-hmm. centimetres times right. whatever. Yep. Uh, the Red V gets interrupted. I hate that. You can't do it. See, it's easy to say when you're worth two hundred million dollars, Anthony. <laughs> He's got the money. You, you, want, you want to get rid of the sponsorship? Um, <laughs> no, not get rid of it. I know. No, you, you can't get rid of the red V. That that is a symbol of the dragons. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it means a lot to a lot well, of people. Well, it's another thing to thank Nick Politis for because it all started with those letters set letters City Forward. Yep. on the ah, East yeah, jersey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the height of it, in another discipline, yeah. the Adelaide Thirty Six is the NBL NBL team on a basketball scene that once had eighteen corporate logos. Yep. So the it's interesting. The NBA, yeah, for yeah. example, just has one corporate logo. On mm. the, or you'd effectively call the sleeve. I don't think the NFL have any. They don't. Just no, the, it's, it's clean. It's yep. clean for them. But um, yeah, they, they, but the broadcast rights are huge yeah. over in the states. Of course, yeah. of course. I'm a minimalism. One yep. colour, not even two colours, not like Penrith, you know, eight colours. Uh, no, no, no signage at all. Don't even put. Uh, what, well, do you maybe, do for, what do you do for Pride Round? Leave it on the yeah. Round the bottom of the ring. <laughs> the fact that you say no sponsors logo shows why you're not running a rugby league team. But, but, but Manly and the Sharks uh, max out this year with six different jerseys this year. Mm, so right? what, yeah. what, what are we talking for that kid who loves Nico Hines? Yeah. He goes, Mum and Dad, I want the complete set of Nicos. Yeah. It's just a lazy yeah. brand. That's right. <laughs> not easy. When I was a kid, one of the things we used to do, get an exercise book just to draw the logos of every team. And it never changed. Yeah, the Bears were the Bears, the Tigers were Tigers. It's, it's funny to say, so I've I got, got three kids, um, Zara's 14, Abby 12, Thomas is eight. Yeah. He started playing rugby union this year for Mossman, but, um, but he's really into his NRL. Yeah. He's got first footy cards. So we've been going. If he scores a try on the weekend, we go down and you can get a couple couple of packs of footy cards. Is there a bubble gum in? No, there's no bubble gum no in bubble them anymore. Right. I don't know for health reasons. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but it's fantastic. He's got yeah. a whole book now. He's been collecting them every day. It just yeah. took me back to my, yes. my my junior years. It's really, really good. Yes. I was seeing Frank Hyde at North Sydney Oval and getting him to sign something. I don't know what it was now. It was a book yeah. of signatures, I'm sure. Just times were tough in the Ferris household, were there? That was what you did for entertainment, was just sit there drawing? Yeah. Oh, if I could, don't start me. We had plenty of fun, Chris. Nick, while I've got you... Did you get Ronnie Coot? Uh, Ronnie Coot. <laughs> uh, Anthony the Wiggle, the Blue yes. Wiggle, yes. He's a diehard Balmain fan, and he came out with this incredible idea the other day that he said, if I sold the majority share of the Wiggles Corporation, I reckon it would sell about $50 million. Mm-hmm. And I reckon with that money, I could buy out the Western Suburbs Magpies side of the West Tigers, ship them off to Perth. They'll be happy with that. Mm-hmm. It's a big city, you know. Yep. And boom, Balmain back. No, no, no talk of what the NRL want, of course. What do you think, Chris? 
Look, I think Anthony's... Uh, He'd been out to lunch, by the way. Long yeah. lunch, yeah. involving some footballers. Yeah. I think a guest on this show, Benny Elias, was very likely to be one of them. Yes, for sure. And uh, this came uh, at the end of the lunch. Yeah. The plan was that, because Balmain owns 10% of the licence because of the troubles we've had with the meth lab down on Victoria Road. Oh, no. And <laughs> Not that again. <laughs> his idea was a reverse takeover, sort of Enron style, which is yeah. probably giving you a bit of a clue here. Yeah. <laughs> that West would concede that they would sell their 90% to Balmain... And then hope that the NRL would relocate them to Perth, Perth. right? And allow Balmain to stand alone. And Balmain back. Block a Roche. I'm on board. Um, <laughs> of course, as, as people are want to do, like Jack Bird we were talking about earlier, I can read you Anthony's a little excerpt from Anthony's retraction. I'll retract it. But first of all, he said that then they'd play at Leichhardt, of course. Well, well it's the, the modern stadium. Yeah. Perfect access. The corporate <laughs> facilities are absolutely first class, Stephen and Shane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but as you know, most I've supported my beloved Tigers most of my life. I mentioned to some friends recently that if I ever won the Italian lottery, oh, right, okay. it would be a dream to bring Balmain back. I'm devoted to the Regals. You can imagine the Regals Corporation yeah. going, listen, mate, we've got a business here. The big red car's about to leave. And here's some... Yeah, exactly. Uh, wake up, Jeff. And, and, and this is the exciting news. When he did, he was in Perth, right? Yeah. Um, for all men getting older, he says, I will be wiggling for another 30 years, which is terrific news. They're Great my news, number yeah. one team, yeah. so I'll be relying on that lotto win. So it ain't happening soon. Right. Uh, Balmain Tigers chair Leslie Glenn, and I know everyone will go, who, said it was a fanciful um, and unreliable. So thought bubble. It just made me think of a story about the wake-up, Jeff. Um, we were getting onto a, a plane for one day in Adelaide going to Melbourne. Glenn McGrath's son... Uh, I can't remember his son's name, but his son was only about three at the time. Pigeon Junior. Pigeon Junior. Yeah. And he's, he's quite a tall kid. They right. love the Wiggles. Um, as we got on the plane, there was a, a, an Asian man sitting in one of the uh, uh, business class seats. Yes. And his son yells out, Wake up, Jeff! <laughs> <laughs> it's a curse. Yeah, well, yes, yes. Can happen anywhere. He had no skivvy on. No <laughs> Fantastic. Wake up, Jeff. Everybody's wiggling. Wake up, Jeff. We really need. You. Wake up, Jeff. You're missing all the fun now. Wake up, Jeff. Fire up. Back with uh, Shane Lee, special guest, just wandered in. Yep. And uh, Chris Gale, you've been around for a while. I have been. And, but we're an open door policy here, Stephen. So if anyone can find out where and when we're recording, they're more than <laughs> welcome, welcome to, to join. Guys, all you do, if you want to get on a podcast, just walk around the streets, go into pubs, you might find the boys. Now, of course, the roundabout of rugby league coaches uh, doesn't end with uh, Hook, who's left the building. Mm, con. Plunger's been pushed, you know, the axe has dropped, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, one, uh, Craig Bellamy, a.k.a. Bellyache, of course, announced, not really unsurprisingly, I suppose, because he'd been talking, mumbling about talking to some old friends who'd retired, that perhaps he would stay on for another year. And, of course, whenever he said retirement, they said, mate, what are you going to do? You're going to get bored of golf after two weeks? Well, what, what else, you know? Look, I think what's happened here, and Shane, you've highlighted that you're um, hurtling towards the, the big 5-0. Mm. Yep. And New York City. Yeah, and New York City. <laughs> and these life changes for you, starting to notice different things. I've been noticing a lot of ads lately for Gem Life Resorts. <laughs> and, yeah. and I thought, has it got that bad that they're now setting up specific over-50s resorts, yeah. right? So, of course, I went online, and it's actually retirement Precincts, yes, right? Yes, yes. Which Full is service, which if, is, if needed. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I saw one this morning for pay, pay for your own funeral. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, come on, give, us a, give it a break. Well, I, I can tell you in in Craig's Stop mind, touching wood now as I speak, guys. In Craig's mind, he saw the yeah. image of Hook Griffin driving off to a gem resort <laughs> yeah. and said, "Oh, gee, I don't know about this." I might stick around. Mm. Well, that's not the truth, isn't it? No, no, no. Look, old Irish Catholic background. I remember my stories. My grandmother told me, and she said that there actually is a pilgrimage. Every year to St. Patrick's Cave in Ireland, right? And you go, what is that? Well, it's a cave. And apparently either Jesus or an angel came down to St. Patrick in the 5th century and said, come with me, come with me, you know. They trekked and trekked and trekked and killed a few snakes. And they finally got in this cave near the water's edge, right? And it's still there and it's, people still pay pilgrimage every year. And it's the cage, sorry, the cage. It's the cave door entrance to purgatory. Right. Actual oh. real-life purgatory. It's it's in Ireland. Did you know that? No, I didn't. No, did you know that, Shane? I'm just trying to think whether Jesus got hoodwinked or the Irish have hoodwinked the, <laughs> <laughs> the travellers. Yeah, know. leprechauns following the whole bit, right? And, and people think the Mormon stories are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, unbeknownst to all of us, Craig Bellamy was walking by, back back of the venue down at Amy, right? And then, you know, Cameron... At the Storm Centre. At the excellent. Storm yeah. Centre. And Cameron Smith says, come over here. Well, well and I've right. actually... I see what he did there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Cameron Smith, there's no angel. He's no Jesus. Well, well to, to give him his correct name, Cameron Smith. 
yeah, Lucifer himself. So yeah. you you actually, if you go out the back and around the corner of the Storm Centre of Excellence down there at Amy Park, you'll go past the statue of Molly. Yes. Um, they've, of course, kept... Pants the, up or down. As he was. Yeah, pants up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and unlike an Italian founder, it doesn't urinate. <laughs> taking, a whiz during, taking a whiz during Rod Stewart. Yeah. And, and you know, commenting on the music. And uh, whereas in the foyer they've got replica trophies, including 2007 and 2009, mm, yeah. they've got the actual trophy back there of 2010. Which they won't give up. Yeah, and of course... In like beautiful synchronicity, yeah. two sets of bookcases. Yes, yes. Containing the real books, the fake books. Exactly. So he's been led through the history of Melbourne, and it starts to get a bit warmer, yes. a bit hotter, and unbeknownst to him, you can start to smell something. It's like what's what's that sulphur? Sulphur. Sulphur. <laughs> and, and, and there's Cameron Smith saying, "Mate, if you don't stick around and pull one more trick out of the bag, like you have done for the last how many years have you been there?" He's Coach for, th- remember, he said no to the Tigers in 05. Yeah. Yeah, so, so he's been there for a long time yeah. and he took the gig in 06 or something like right, that. Well, right? Smith gave a very stern request. He said, You've got more work to do. Yes, you've done well. You know, you've done the roaring premiership thing. Well, this is yep. the thing. Boats in garages. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yep. He goes, Wrangling refs. Yep. Smith goes, It's not. Gravel good. tackle. Yes, it's, it's Well, not. okay. <laughs> the wrestling tricks, the chicken wing. Yep. Rolling pin. Rolling yep. pin. Right, what else, Chris? Wing nut. The wing nut. The hip yeah. drop. Cannonball. Cannonball. Prowler. The prowler. Yeah. And We've introduced all those and no one even blinked. And right now there is an assault on the hip drop. Yeah. Uh, Graham Annesley's on uh, NRL.com today, 35 minutes talking through all the mistakes the refs made. And they've put a couple of videos explaining what is and what isn't a, a hip drop. And if you get online and listen to those... It sounds to me like a chat GPT bot right. is actually doing the commentary. Right. Do you know, what, you know one they haven't mentioned yet? It's called the Tiger in the Sunset. Ooh. Oh. So when you're tackling someone from behind and you pull their shorts aside and their testicles drop out, that's called Tiger in the Won't Sunset. Won't have to yeah. sense Unless you've only got one. Then you've got to go which side, you know. You've got to know your history. You know? And, and so basically Cameron goes, it's not your time yet. No. I think Hoppawati was at the start of that one. That's right. <laughs> And he wants the complete set. So He's got to come up with one more. We always thought Cameron Smith was ruling the roost there, didn't that's he? Right, yeah, that's right, that's right. So Cameron says, mate, one more year. If and you want to get into hell, <laughs> yeah. give us something more. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, one last thing, if I could, boys. Uh, we do talk about uh, cruelty to animals mm-hmm. and unfairness. Yes. Yes. This isn't a segment by any chance. It might be. Yes, a headline caught my attention this week, a mention of a wag. What's a wag again? Well, she's a wife and a girl, or a girlfriend, girlfriend. And, or, and or a girlfriend. That's surely an old sexist yeah. term that's got to be dismissed. That's surely. got to be, yeah. be revised. I think this is a news limited. Just, just. So, can you have base? Wife and girlfriend? <laughs> Didn't say that. Yeah. Well, what well, well, he could. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wife, uh, W-A-G, wag, grub. Somehow right. put the two together. Now we've talked about the the types of creatures in rugby league, particularly the ones that misdemean. Yeah. So this is our rugby league biology segment, Shane, mm. and we're yep. trying to do a couple of things this year. First of all, we're trying to rehabilitate the dog. Okay, I like the dog because everybody loves yeah, the dog. Yeah. Everyone yeah. loves the dog. Everyone yeah. likes yeah. the dog, yeah. and yet yet it's a dog act. Yeah. Dog, yeah. 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 But cat. Billy Slater was here. Cat. Total cat. Total cat. I'll mm. never forget. Sneaky. At Leichhardt, he pulled... Surreptitious. He pulled... Yes. <laughs> Actually, it's interesting you should say Billy Slater because I remember an incident at Leichhardt over where he pulled both feet back and hit Scando in the head. And Billy was quoted about not being interested in the St George job, which he only heard about in the media because mm. he goes, I've got to have my head where my feet are. Oh. And right now right. my feet are coaching Queensland And origin. that's where his head is too, That's I where his yeah. head is so as this well. Man not behind his ears. <laughs> <laughs> Total cat. Whose joke was that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, so Les Patterson. Les Patterson. <laughs> God love him. We knew we'd get him there somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you've now, got- this is the man that won the Rexona Sports Person of the Year brilliantly against all other codes, I think two or three years in a row. Because the, so, the likes of Ricky Ponning and yeah. Steve Hooker couldn't, don't have their couldn't heads, get their head where their feet are. Their feet are. No, yeah. no, no. Right. They weren't Different that flexible. <laughs> and then, so we've looked at pests, germs yeah. and grubs. Yes. Is this a subgenus, do you think? Well, it's a new variation. That's or variant, as they say these days. Maybe it should have just be like grub partner. It's, it's, gen, it's gender parity, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's an equal opportunity for everybody. Yeah. You can be yeah. a female and a grub. Yeah, correct. Oh, sure, absolutely. That's a new thing for Jeez, me. But my, here we go. My, my headphones are cutting out, boys. It says here Arabella Del Busso, also known as Lil Belzy, uh, a glamour model who made headlines with a fake pregnancy. You say more than one. 
a couple of times if, if well, 60 minutes is to be believed with the, the heartbreaking <laughs> to generate Josh story cash yeah. after the breakdown of her tumultuous relationship with NRL star Josh the Grub Reynolds mm. so that we can all we can, we can lay the blame firmly at his feet mm. you'd say what for the for, for, for being a grub for, for little Belsie's behaviour <laughs> oh, I think that's a bit of a reach Steve. anyway she then left that uh, <laughs> left modelling and then became uh, an entrant in SAS Australia I think she, you know, she's pretty tough you know, yeah. pretty physical um, and then recently into boxing and she's got to fight her first she loves that acronym doesn't she yes she does yeah. uh, now little, Kimi, little kimchi is from America and she's going to fight her so of course at the press conference it all blew up deluxe mm. She went, the Australian went, the Americans throat, oh. language, shade, the whole bit was all going on, you know. I'm thinking, well, this is exciting news for rugby league. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to bring it back. It, it kind of mirrors the, the, the growth of the NRLW and, and Shane, I'm uh, yes. heavily involved in the West Tigers and I'm not sponsoring an NRL player this year. I'm sponsoring an NRLW player because of our entry into the competition. And we want to see off-field atrocities across the game, not yeah. just confined to the men's game. And, <laughs> and and if we have to reach out a little bit here, but I yeah. like the idea of the nicknames. First of all, what's the thing with Little and the hip-hop thing? You know, everyone's They're little. both Lil. Yeah. yeah. Lil Yachty. I, I heard Little Wayne walked off the stage the other day and I would have thought that's a blessing. But um, <laughs> is there not a sitcom in this? Because the younger generation of Storms players, the, the bellyache is a bit passe. Oh, yeah. So they now call him Belza. So can you say sitcom with Belzer and Little Belzy? Yes. That, that could have a lot of yes. potential, I think. Just trying to imagine. You know, the cross-generational stre- stuff. Stretching. It says here, the former lingerie model, right, and she's got you press photos. You have my attention now. Yep, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, I mean, she wants to generate some audience, some eyeballs. You know, that's how she gets paid. Now, she obviously needs to get paid because it says here, facing up to 10 years in prison for allegedly stealing more than $52,000 from her former employer over six months. Now, it's alleged that she was a receptionist. This is how good she is, right? Mm. At rheumatology specialist care, and she asked clients to pay in cash and told them the FPOS machine was not working. Oh, the card machine. Do you know what the, the, so that, you that commonly, refer, the commonly referred to as a, uh, a wallet surgeon? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty clever, actually. So she's still fighting this, allegedly. It's going to court, you know. So let's yeah. hope that she can get off this. Go to, I think they're having the fight in America somewhere. Yeah, how hard, though, is it to find a cash machine these days? Yeah. It sort of puts that scam a yeah. little bit under yeah. pressure, really, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, I, no, no, no. She you can find the cash you, machine and give me the cash because our, our car... No, no, I get that. Yeah. But to actually find the cash these days yeah. is... It's increase, like buying a petrol station. Increasingly, you, go to, you go to banks, they're not interested. No, yeah. no, you know. no. But uh, look, I think it's, it's, it's an encouraging development, Stephen. Yes. It's an encouraging development. And the last encouraging development is the West is coming good because uh, Nathan Cleary, the Iceman, has opened up a boutique brewery. Hmm. Wow. It's called Drink West. Drink West. Yeah, he's done it with two UFC champions. Ty Tuivasa yes. and Tyson Pedro. You know them. I've interviewed Tyson Pedro. I've met Tyson Pedro. Taito Vass is uh, very much part of the vanguard of popularising popularizing the shoey when he wins his UFC fights. The shoey. The shoey. Oh, you mean drinking out of his Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I call me old-fashioned. Yeah, call me old-fashioned too. Fucking hell. <laughs> Who shoe? Fucking <laughs> right. Drink West, folks. A glass of tinier. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Shane, you can come back. Oh, thank you, mate. It's been fun, boys. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Shane. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Stephen. So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snorting roundup of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!